This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. They're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? Well, that was Josh Hawley. He actually got uh, Mark Zuckerberg to apologize, stood up, turned around, and apologized to families, apparently affected by Facebook, mostly Instagram's uh, lack of protections for basically stalkers. But yeah. I don't think they expected Zuckerberg to stand up and do it. Well, I, I, did he really have a choice? I mean, Josh Hawley really put his feet to the fire. And oh, he, yeah. If he didn't, he would have looked like a complete idiot. That's true. So he, he had no other choice. But it also it, it proved a point for Josh Hawley. It also proved to Mark Zuckerberg, you've hurt your, your platforms have hurt little kids, young kids. 13-year-old, 12-year-old kids. So, you know, you've always told us your platforms are safe for kids of all ages and you put all these safe, you know, fail-safes in so kids can't go here and kids can't do that. Well, you know what? You got 20 people in front of you are going to say you're a liar. Yeah, exactly. So he didn't have a choice. I got to give him credit. He did stand up and he apologized, which means he knows there's a problem. I was actually shocked that he showed up. The, The guy from TikTok showed up. I don't know who else was there, but that was actually kind of surprising to me. Was but, was Elon Musk there? Uh, I, I didn't see him. I don't believe Elon Musk was there. I did see a statement from one of his. I don't think it was the CEO, but some some higher up on uh, on X platform. And she said she basically out there. She said we're not for kids. We have the lowest uh, you know yeah. usage of kids anyway, and it's not. In fact, you can't even open an account till you're eighteen. That's I think that's basically what she said. Well, that kind of ends the problem there. You're an adult. It's just that simple. So, But they're barking up the wrong tree. Here's Tom Cotton, and I, I know what he's saying, and, and I know what he's going after, but it's the wrong path to take with the TikTok guy. Because Tom Cotton, he's holding this thing like it's a 1950s uh, you know, blacklist hearing with yeah. Hollywood communists. <laughs> That's exactly what it's. Everybody like. knows the commies run TikTok. I don't think anybody doesn't know that now. You don't have to ask it. What you need to ask is, what are you pushing? Have you ever been a member of the Chinese Communist Party? Senator, I'm Singaporean. No. Have you ever been associated or affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party? No, Senator. Again, I'm Singaporean. It just just comes off sounding (laughs) stupid. Well, and you know what? You brought up a a very valid point. We had the same conversation with my my girls are much older than yours, but... At the same token, you know, they were all over TikTok three, four years ago. And I was like, you know, the Chinese government owns this this platform. You do realize everything you put on this platform, they now own. And they know everything about you. And they looked at me like, so what's the problem? One of mine actually said, steal. one of mine actually said, I don't care. <laughs> it's, like it's, literally, that was the quote. They, they don't care about that. Nah. That's not that's not something nah. that's going to get through to them. It's just not. And Tom Cotton Thinking he's exposing to the world that TikTok's run by the commies, that's not going to make an impact either. We know. We already know that. What what makes an impact is tell them about the exact kind of content that they literally push, that they push it, it to a hotter part of the algorithm to influence American kids. That's that's a, a effective, not, 
Have you or ever have you been a member of the Communist Party? <laughs> oh, we're going to ban you from, you know, uh, social media. Because all the guy happen. has to say is uh, no. And yeah. then the question's over. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. So I, I, was it effective? I don't know. You got Zuckerberg to stand up and say sorry. So which means maybe Instagram and, and, and Facebook will put in some stronger, I don't know, uh, fail safes. I don't know what they do to protect kids, but. They, they they do make a point though. The whole point of this thing is the lack of oversight and the lack of like protections. That I mean that is true and still going on today. Look at we've had things that were live. How about this? Not to get oh. into the details, but YouTube mm-hmm. should have been called to the carpet on this after that horrifying thing in Pennsylvania where this this guy killed his dad and showed the after effects of it. It streamed. For six, it lived on a live stream for six hours before they took it down, and it was live for fourteen minutes. I mean, how does that happen? I, that's a great question. You want to talk about lack of oversight? What they were actually trying to get to in this hearing—that's what they're talking about. Oh, they should have. Uh, are there any fail safes on YouTube? Remember, I don't know. F- Facebook had that problem. Was it a couple of years ago? The guy went live shooting all those people. Remember, he was just going around killing people. They've had a few of those. You know, and and all of a sudden they started putting in new algorithms and new fail safes and new whatever they call it in place so you couldn't see that kind of stuff or it would be, you know, shut down instantly. Uh, Apparently, YouTube doesn't have it. That kid went on for 14 minutes before they shut down that feed. I guess they did. They and then when they finally shut down the feed and took that post down, his account was still up for another day. That's so. Well, uh, and then you know how it is. Once one person sees it, it lives forever. So I don't know how that they got that. that, that can you imagine watching that? Oh, oh my, my God. God. I'm glad I didn't see it, but that's besides the point. I guess he was a real nut, too. Like some of the theories, he, you know, some of the stuff he was spouting. I, I, I don't know. It's crazy. The crazies find social media, Bill. Speaking of crazies, and we got to lighten it up after that. Who? Different kind of crazy. It's <laughs> Freezing their butts off, waiting to worship a rat. Now, this is the first time in a long time tomorrow is going to be Groundhog Day on a Friday. So they're all, it's already a drunk fest up there. So well, tomorrow, heading into a lo- it's like a long weekend for them. Oh, I got a feeling they've already uh, they, they've already begun the partying. Yeah, they may have. Because uh, it does. I mean, you think about it. It's the only thing they got going on for his punks of Tawny Phil. Right. You know, let's, is he going to see a shadow, whatever the case may be. I mean, this is a big celebration for this town. Thousands of people, as Bill Murray shared with us. Do you th- did that movie? Uh, how much money did this town and Punxsutawney Phil make from Groundhog Day? Oh, that I hope, film. I hope a lot. I know because how many people never heard of Punxsutawney Phil or whatever the heck was happening, other than when this movie came out, Gobbler's Knob. Who ever heard of Gobbler's Knob before? The only thing I, I know about that town that I've seen, because you don't see that much from the news coverage ever tomorrow, like that'll happen tomorrow. You just see the woods, right? The guys with the top hats reading the scroll, the little rat, and that's about it. The movie, if it was actually filmed there, they show a lot of the, the actual town. Yeah, it's, it looks like a nice little town. So it usually happens, what, around 7 o'clock? They yeah. drag him out of this uh, little box there. You know, I know Peter's all over the fact that Punxsutawney fills an abused animal. I'm thinking, this is probably the most well-fed, well-cared-for groundhog in the world. He's more protected than Biden is. Are you kidding? <laughs> Make sure this groundhog is, is well taken care he's of. He's the town's whole economy. They're not going to let anything happen to him. Well, he has seen his shadow 107 times, Bill. No shadow, 20 times. Really? Is that much? So they said, they say that 10 years of data is missing. So if he sees his shadow, that means more winter? Yeah. Is that how that works? You see the shadow. Think dark. Okay. 
Yeah. Shadow dark. Okay, so more winter. So I would assume tomorrow he's going to see a shadow. I wonder if they have, because you know some nerds, some analytic nerds actually put this together. How many times has he seen a shadow and the NFC wins the Super Bowl? Or the oh. I wonder if there's a link. Oh, I bet you there is. Someone has, someone someone has, has looked has into done that. It. You know they have. <laughs> you know they, he's only accurate, by the way, 40% of the Well, between 2013 and 22, he was only accurate, accurate 40% of the time. Oh, it still beats our local weather people. Yeah, so true. Remember, where's Spank- Remember we used to have Spanky the Bear? Is, does Spanky the Bear still do that at the zoo? I'm sorry? Around here, Spanky the Bear. Yeah, I don't uh, no, 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 remember Spanky yeah, the Bear? Yeah, before okay. me. Okay. <laughs> Guess he doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> wonder what happened to Spanky. I don't know. Jeez. Oh, I think he was arrested. Uh, you know, how did Groundhog... I got to go do some research. How did this start? I mean, who decided a groundhog being dragged out of a box... Seeing a shadow or not. I mean, how, how drunk were these people that started it? Drunk hillbillies and nothing's changed. Oh, wow. Now they just get more camera time. Okay. Uh, coming up next, we got a couple more headlines we'll talk about. But we got to get to this. It's, that, it's the day also that Billy Joel comes out with that song. New oh, music right. from Billy Joel. How do you like that? we got him talking about it coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I think it boils down to the American people have awakened to realize that our, the leader of our country did not show up to the greatest catastrophe of 2023. And now he's going to show up because it is an election year. Uh, and obviously the polls show that, that President Trump uh, came and supported us when he didn't have to. Well, you don't worry about that East Palestine, Ohio business owner because confirmed Biden's going next month. Oh, how exciting. When everything's cleaned up. <laughs> uh, you know, it, and it's funny because they talked to the mayor. I think you have the mayor. He was on with Hannity last night. And Hannity's first question was, what'd you invite him for? And he said, basically, if anything's going to get done, because apparently a lot of people in East Palestine are suffering from medical conditions from the exposure to all those toxic chemicals. Oh, he has to invite him as the mayor. You know, but he says the same thing as that, that business owner. He, he's just doing it for political purposes now. He wasn't here a year ago when it actually no. happened. No. So he doesn't care. No. Uh, he is, uh, by the way, the president will be at the National Prayer this morning. Yeah, I saw that. And then he goes to Michigan. <clears throat> the AUAW to, to thank them for their endorsement. That's what he's going to do. That's going to be a scene, man. I, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, Trump already criticized him for, you know, the UAW endorsement of, uh, with that thing because he already got so here's here's the administration that's forcing the UAW and auto workers to switch to almost all electric cars. They can't do it. It's cutting into their profits, and they endorse them. I don't get it. That Sean Fain guy, fine. However you say, president of the UAW, bald headed guy, you know, with the glasses. He loves Biden. I don't know why. I got a feeling something was done. You know, wink, wink, uh, nod, nod, handshake behind uh, closed doors. He promised the UAW something. But of course, don't forget, Biden walked the picket line with them, Bill. Remember when he showed up? Sure. He was there for what, like a minute? Said, hello, how you been? Said two words, put the, the, the megaphone back down and left. They, they call that support. I, I walked I the know. lines with you. Yeah, sure you did. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. Keep keep, keep talking, buddy. Uh, also from the swamp, didn't hear a little, didn't hear too much, rather, that from Nikki Haley as she was in Palm Beach collecting checks. Big fundraiser, though. At some point, we're going to learn how much. You know, you got to find out how much money she made. How many ads start rolling in about Nikki Haley? Oh well, I'm. For, they said yesterday's luncheon or whatever you want to call it, uh, soiree, soiree she had in Palm Beach. She would raise more money there than she would over the next six months, like nationally. So that's how much money she was given yesterday. What did, what, what did they say? That uh, Ken Griffin guy that sponsored it 
said he invited 10 to 20 of his richest friends. They were all millionaires or billionaires. So, so if you're a millionaire and the rest of the people are billionaires, do you feel inadequate? Just curious. They probably do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. They think they're poor. I like that. Listen, you could be worth 10 million, 20 million. If you're the poorest person in the room, you're the poorest person in the room. <laughs> Isn't that sad? There's always somebody richer. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Well, Billy Joel's about to make some more money. Today's yeah, well, the day, not only the start of February, it's the day that he releases a brand new song. Uh, here's Billy Joel talking about it. This is some kind of, you know, fate mm-hmm. or something is going on. What, what's happening here? It's this cosmic experience. Talking about mm. working with a writer. Uh, they actually got him to go back into the studio, which he didn't think was going to happen anytime soon. Oh, how do you like that? Mm. You want to hear a little bit of his uh, new song? Sure. Here he is introducing it and then hit the song. This is a, a brand new song that uh, I co-wrote with a couple of other people. And it's called Turn the Lights Back On. Hit it, Jen. But I see you now hmm. as we're in the darkness. Did I wait too long? Oh, well, it's kind of like a very slow ballad. Yeah, I guess it's a ballad, right? Turn the lights back on. It, it, it's not a very uplifting song. <laughs> it's like, why didn't I see what an idiot you were before? Yeah. That's basically is what it's about. So When he plays it live, and he will play it live, by the way, in his Madison Square Garden runs. Will I? Yeah, I think I will. Why not? This is one of those ones where you either go get a beer. Right. It's a go get a beer song. Or it's a or it's a wave the fake lighter app in the air. Well, don't forget the the Grammys are on Sunday night. He is so far, as far as I know, still the only performer that it will be on stage that hasn't been nominated. So I bet you he sings that song. Could be, you know. So Sunday night, if you're watching the Grammys, you may see Billy Joel sing "Turn the Lights Back On" live. I will say, I am actually. It sounds like he is too surprised that he actually is making new music because they're all saying now they make no money from recording anything now. It's all live. Wow. And it's all, isn't it touring, right, that they make all their money yeah, at? Yeah, live touring. Yeah, so we, sh- we shall see. But uh, maybe that's what kicks off the Grammys. Are you going to make any announcement and after that that he's going back on the road? Hmm. How old is Billy Joel? He's got to be getting up there. 70 yet? He's got, I, is it like that second generation of uh, I, I would think the classic artists? I bet you he's 70 even. 70-something, I would say. So Bill's saying 70. What do you got, Jen? Higher. Higher? Yeah. Jen wins 74. Hmm. Hmm. He's pretty high up there. Yeah, he's he's the reaching age. Stones level. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, yeah kind but of you know the what? The, the Stones are like good wine. They get better with age. Come on. Let's get, they're all 80-something years old. Yeah, and they came out with that Hackney Diamonds yeah. um, that towards the end of was it November, which is good, too. He's recording stuff. I mean, it's a good sign. They are getting older, but at least new music from classic artists is coming out. And that's nice the thing, to too. I mean, it, shows, it shows you how timeless these artists are in their music. I mean, yes, Billy, they are. You know, Stevie Nicks is 75. Elton John is 76. Billy Joel is 74. You Who's going to replace Stones? them? Well, that's the problem. That's the, the, the right. people coming up, who's going to replace them? I, Taylor Swift? She'll be around a long time. Ed Sheeran will be. Sheeran? But uh, somebody like a SZA or however you say her no, name gosh. or, but, a, uh, you know, what's her name? I, I the think, heavy sex chick Oh, there. not Lizzo. I Lizzo. think about Taylor Swift. I think about Ed Sheeran, Adele. What they're coming out with now, though, outside of that stuff, yeah. it's designed to be temporary. It's like disposable. And it's a real problem. 98% of music is exactly what you said. I'd say this all the time, but where are the new rock bands? You yeah. know they're out there. It's like the best rock band in the world is somewhere playing in a garage because no one will sign them. I know. There's just these these companies will not, they will not promote rock and roll anymore. They won't do it. I was just talking to you about uh, Shinedown in, in yeah. the break, and they're, 
They're not. They're not even new anymore. They came out, you know, twenty years ago, and but they're still making new music. I just heard their new song a couple days ago. Is it good? It is good, actually. Oh, good. It's very okay. good. At least it gets these people back out of the road where you can see them. You know, Billy Joel's not going to stop anytime soon. No. I actually like this song. I put it up on the Morning Show blog, the new Billy Joel song. So if you want to take a listen. It's growing on me. Yeah. yeah. I like it for what it is. It's not, you know, exactly Uptown Girl or, you know. No, he needs a banger. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, you're not going to th- put the top down and cruise along. You're going to put the top down, cruise along A1A and sing to this. It's it's very <laughs> good. Not, to, no. You know, like, it's not, that. Bangers. Bangers. it's not the way to kick off your Super Bowl party. No. Hey, guys, no. did you hear the new Billy Joel? <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. It's a little bit of a downer. Like, if you're coming out of a relationship or maybe going back into a re- failed relationship, it's that type of song. Like, why didn't I see this before? My eyes have been opened. Deep. Yes, it's it is a deep, deep song. Well, yes. It makes me wonder which wife he wrote it about. I know. Take your pick. <laughs> is he getting back Man. together? It might with be Christy Brinkley. Maybe. Because, I mean, remember how he found out about her cheating? She uh-huh. had a helicopter crash with her new boyfriend. Oh, that's a bad, that's that a was bad a, deal. That was, remember that? It happens. <laughs> <laughs> and now she says it's hard to date at her age. Okay, she's she's right. 69, by the way. Oh. Christy, Christy Brinkley? Brinkley? Yeah. Still good looking. And that line looks, in, uh, is it Uptown Girl? Yeah. It says it. she's 30, but she's really pushing 43. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway. he doesn't perform it live. Yeah, no. He won't do it. No. Which I get. I mean, I understand. Well, we're doing uh, this live coming up next, Rapid Fire. Ooh. We'll uh, update you on some stories and more next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's that time. Getting closer and closer to Friday. We like to call Thursday's Friday Junior. Rapid fire rolls on. What's going on, Jen? What's your first? Well, just because I think he should be held accountable, and that, that is my personal opinion, because he was the producer of this film. He was holding the gun. That's right. And now that being Alec Baldwin has been charged again, a uh, second time, uh, he's pleaded not guilty to a charge of involuntary manslaughter. It all has to do with the death of cinematographer uh, Helena Hutchins. She was fatally shot during the filming of that movie in New Mexico. Well, now what got it opened up again is a special prosecutor in New Mexico. When he was originally charged, they finally dropped the charges against him because they didn't find any. The FBI said they didn't have enough information, blah, 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 evidence. So they dropped the charges. However, this prosecutor in New Mexico isn't going to let this thing go because this special prosecutor told him the day he was exonerated, if I find any more information, I'm going to come back and get you and charge you again. Yeah, sure enough. That's exactly what they did. What they are saying at the prosecutor's, prosecutor's office is they brought in special forensic people 
who looked at the gun. By the way, the FBI broke the gun while they were examining it. But they said, <laughs> out of all these new tests that they've done on this gun, that the only way that bullet came out of that chamber was he had to pull the trigger. And we all know that Alec Baldwin has said from day one, I didn't pull the trigger. He said he cocked it back, but he didn't pull the trigger. These people, this, these new forensic people are saying... Their information proves to them there is no other way that bullet came out of that gun. You had to pull the trigger. All this time, I've never been clear, and maybe that's by design, on his explanation for what happened. That he's just saying it was like a misfire. Yeah, right. He just said it that's went off. That's what he's getting at. Yeah, he it just magically said, went off on its yeah, own in the middle of the you know his saying his scene his lines. It went off and killed this woman. Remember, there was another person behind her got hurt. Oh yeah, the bullet. Yeah. It was like a through and through for oh, her. Yeah. And it hurt the person behind her as he's, well. They, I don't never know why they're going after this either. He's still the producer on the film. He's responsible for everything that happens on the set. Yeah. All of it. Yeah, he was trying to throw that uh, that younger girl, the armament chick there. Yeah. Right. Because there's not supposed to be live rounds of sure. ammunition on, on the set anywhere. And there was, obviously, because this woman got killed. So should be interesting to see. But still, you're right. He was the producer. He was in charge of everything. How did know. live ammunition get on the set? I had not heard that about the FBI breaking the gun, though. What are the chances? Oh, well. Does it, that's got to help his case. I Well, right? it might. You know, I, it's all going to come down to forensics. Are yeah. they going to believe the new stuff or the old stuff? I don't know. Uh, surprisingly, I, I really am surprised by this. We didn't hear from Nikki Haley and Palm Beach yesterday doing a press conference. They keep the address of the fundraiser, who was there, the money amount, all that private, as they should. But she was on Palm Beach yesterday collecting a lot of money. A lot. What did they say? She was going to make more money yesterday than she will over the next six months? That's incredible. Uh, <laughs> we know what, more so. We Gosh. know where the money's going to go, though. Apparently, a whole new slew of TV ads are coming out against Trump and Biden, tackling their age. And she's actually huh. said this on stage before. We can't have someone else that we question whether they're mentally fit to do this. We can't. You made a good point, though. Uh, I mean... Listen, she needs all the votes she can get. She's getting swamped, right? I'm sure she would love to have some older Americans get her vote. At what point does this become insulting to the voter? Yeah. Well, you know what? If I have a, a mother or a father or if I'm 80 years old and yeah. I'm as spry as the day is long and as, as sharp as the tack, I just, you just ticked me off. So the hell with you, Nikki Haley. So I wonder if somebody's going to come back with an ad that says that. I, it should be Trump. Nikki Haley wants to take your keys. <laughs> oh, no. oh, God. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> I also wonder all these, you know, people giving her money once she's out of the race, do they give money to Trump or are they just whoever is running against Trump? Like, do they just give money to Biden? Yeah. When and who knows how long that's going to be when she goes away or as part of the deal for getting millions of dollars yesterday. You stay in this race no yeah. matter what, because we are the rhino rich Republicans. Yeah. Well, they eventually have to pick a candidate, and she's not going to be it. So we'll uh, never find out. But you know what? I also want to know at this thing on Palm Beach yesterday, how many Democrats were behind it? Yeah, right. Should be interesting. That's what I really want to know. Probably most of them. Where'd the money come from? Mm. Well, going back to Capitol Hill, guys. You, of course, you've covered it today with these social media tech hearing yesterday, and Zuckerberg and TikTok mm. and all these guys getting grilled. There was a very interesting exchange between Zuckerberg and Ted Cruz. It was yeah. Ted Cruz, we called him Ted Cruz 2.0 ever since Trump was, was elected. I, we've, now we've said he's Ted Cruz 3.0. Yeah. He's become even more like extreme and in your face. <laughs> this was Ted Cruz 3.0 yesterday. Yeah, he doesn't care anymore. He confronted. No, good now. He's just right in your face. And he confronted Mark Zuckerberg with the fact that they don't crack down nearly enough 
on explicit images with children mm-hmm. on Instagram. Oh. And he held up, actually, and, and Zuckerberg was asking him, he, the quote is, what the hell were you thinking? Is what he said to Mark Zuckerberg. Because they held up a big poster card, and it was a screenshot of a warning that comes up on the screen on Instagram that says uh, images may include sexual abuse having to do with children. Yeah. Is what it says on Instagram. Would you like to proceed? Yeah, it's a very weak little warning, oh, and then wow. it still gives you an outlet to go on. And you can, oh. st- you can hit, yeah, sure, I'd like to proceed, and there is the picture, and it's up on Instagram. And they held up this screen cap on oh. a poster, and Zuckerberg's sitting there looking at it, and you actually can hear in the background people go, <gasps> it was just this yeah. audible gasp. It's oh, like, I what are had we an doing audible here? G- That's crazy. You're right, and and Zuckerberg got held, his feet got held to the fire. Was it Josh Hawley? Yeah. got him to apologize mm-hmm. yeah. to these people? And he actually did. I give him credit for I give him credit for showing up and... Maybe this really does lead to more oversight, more protections. I, I don't know. So. I don't know. Get this stuff off of there. What are they doing? They sh- I, one thing is clear and that we know. They didn't care for the longest time as long as it was getting them clicks and more content and more revenue. Well, yeah, look at that guy. Was it a couple of years ago on Facebook? Was killing people live on Facebook. He was live on Facebook for like an hour. Shooting, shooting in, people. in New Zealand. Remember? He, yeah, we, we had a couple live. of those. Yeah. yeah. I, they didn't I stop that. that. So it's it's or YouTube should have been there too after that la- last incident. That's get horrific. Get this stuff off there. Gosh, what's going on with that? Well, I'll hey. tell you what you're going to get kicked off of if you're sharing. Netflix did it. It increased their subscription twofold, maybe long, maybe more. Then Disney Plus followed suit. Now, ah, I'm so upset. Hulu is oh. joining the fray. They're going to start banning password sharing. You got a month left. Come March. They're going to find you or cut you down if you share your Hulu password with somebody else. Listen, Netflix I get. I even get Disney+. Plus. Is Hulu getting a little too big for their britches here? <laughs> I don't know. They're not that good. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> They're going to shut you down. They need to come off their high horse over there at Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you got a month. Enjoy it. <laughs> well, we got a, about a week and a half till the Super Bowl. Who likes Truly? Raise their hand. Not me. It's no. okay. Uh, it's not my 10th choice to buy. There's only one thing to make it better. Hot sauce flavored hard seltzer. Oh, who wants this? Uh, people who like Truly, I guess. A hot sauce flavored hard seltzer, now a thing you can buy. Oh, Truly God. is behind it. It's on the brand. Limited edition batch. <laughs> okay, oh boy, batch. Until, until it's in, until it's huge and then it becomes wanted everywhere or everywhere. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> and get this. Four packs of it, maybe because people are going to collect it. 24 bucks. What? Ew, why? For four. Why? That's crazy. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Six bucks I can't. I'm not paying that. Yeah. Uh, 16 ounces, though. 12 ounces of hot sauce and booze wouldn't be enough. So, you know, you get that extra flavor in there. Now, my question is, and this is a very important question. I don't know if you have the answer, but I'm just going to pose it anyway. What kind of hot sauce is it? That's true. Yeah. That does matter. You know? Well, let me ask you this. Could you put, like, a little dab of it, like, in a Bloody Mary? To make the Bloody Mary a little spicier. Because, you know, you have the Tabasco and the Bloody Mary. So So there's... Something like that, maybe. Because truly, I'm a firm believer. My kids used to drink it. They drink something else now. But it it, it was like the one that said it was lemon flavored. It was like they passed a lemon past the can. I also... That was it. Just the aftertaste on a lot of the seltzers drives me crazy. I don't like it. I'm not a big... eh, Not me. I'll pass. I'll go straight for the vodka. 
Jack. You're right, though, Diener. Is this like official, like Frank's hot sauce flavor, or is yeah. this some sort of knockoff uh, Truly hot sauce? Right. I don't know. It, it matters. Sounds horror horrific. It however, does. Yeah. However you slice it. <laughs> Either way, I'm out. So, real quick, guys, I'll finish off with this because this guy is going viral. I guess he put a video out on social media, and there's, it sparked a huge debate. And the reason I bring it up is because we've we've talked about this before. He says he's refusing to tip at a restaurant. And he says service shouldn't get 25% tip for doing their job. His quote was, it used to be you give a tip if someone gave exceptional service. Above and beyond. Right. He says, when was the last time you actually got exceptional service anywhere? It's just expected. You don't get 25% because you did your job. He's right. He is right. I don't like the expectation. And we, we have this conversation all the time. Especially like if you call a place and you order food and then you pick it up. And they give you the bill, and the only option you have is 20, 25%, right, that's or 30%. What seeing, yeah. I'm like, for right. what? Right. You took the bag from the counter two feet behind you and moved it to the bar in front of me. That's so that qualifies you for a $10 tip? I Ain't know. happening. Yeah, if you did all the work. I don't know. I'm sorry. No. Now, and then they guilt you. They look at you like, oh, you're a jerk. No, I get it. And I get where he's coming from, too, because it's like, look, I'm not going to give you a bunch of money. Because everything was fine. But for me, because I came from this world, you guys know, that's, that was, you know, in a former life, I was a server for a while. So I always start at 20%. Me too. Like, you know, you sit down, you start at 20%. But it can you go can up or down up from or there. Down. Right, yeah. <laughs> if you're crappy, nah, not happening. Also, have you noticed this too? Remember, it just used to be parties of six or parties of eight or more automatic gratuity, 20%. I get that, you know, to... When did that begin? You really got to check your bill now because yeah. there is an automatic 20% in a lot of places. A lot of places. It's just right. want to be very careful. It's true. Just ran into that the other day, and I'm fine to do it. Actually, you know what? I was going to tip more than that. Right. Like automatic 20. All right, you saved me money. Right. I know that's happened to me before, too. I'm like, oh, I was actually going to give more, but. Yeah. Uh, okay. 20. So I, it's it's always a hotly contested debate when it comes to how much just to Just stop eating out. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that helps, too. <laughs> Buy, buy some frozen burritos from Publix. <laughs> your, no. your cheapskate morning show is coming up next. Uh, they've leaked more Super Bowl ads, earliest of all time. I think we've seen 40% of these things well, so far. Yeah, what's going to be? Well, you know, the good news is I haven't seen anything but a teaser for the Clydesdales. Which is actually pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. But they're we got those coming up for some fun coming up next. But uh, <laughs> Joe Biden's going to the UAW today. President Trump. Ripping them for it. That and more coming up next. The Self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. I'm proud to stand up here and announce that the UAW is endorsing Joe Biden for President of the United States. Well, that was a few weeks ago. And you know what that comes with? It's kind of like when you build a new stadium, you get a Super Bowl. Right. You endorse the current president, you get a visit. Yeah, well, you get a visit, and maybe this time he'll actually stay for more than a minute and a half, because that's about <laughs> how long he stayed on the picket line. I walked the picket lines in here. Guys. That was uh, that uh, UAW <laughs> president, that Sean Fain guy. He's, right. uh, he's the guy who's bald with glasses. You'd know him instantly. I, I'm kind of surprised, you know, but I, I, I think just it's because unions go with the Democrats. I, I don't think it has anything to do with Joe Biden. I just think it's a party thing. So here you are, the administration that's really messing up your plans because your employers cannot meet these electric vehicle goals. There's not a demand for it in the market like they think there is. And yet, oh, it's endorsed again. Well, yesterday we had the story, General Motors pulling a U-turn. They're going more hybrid because they're saying they're taking a bath trying to build these electric cars that no one's buying. Right. 
and it costs them a fortune. It, and then once you buy them, people are finding out it costs you a fortune to repair them. If something goes wrong, get in an accident, see how much it costs you to repair an electric vehicle. The demand isn't there. And the demand that is there, mostly of most of that's going to Tesla because they've been doing it for a while and they're good. Right. So they're going, GM said we're going to go more hybrid. I think Ford said the same thing a couple of you know months ago. I don't know about Stellantis. I don't even know if they make an electric car, to be honest with you. But it's it's they're getting away from electric vehicles so you're right you're supporting an administration that's shoving an electric an electric agenda down to your throat by the year what did they say 2035 i think that that was the deadline it was like y'all have to be electric cars okay great so biden goes there today to meet with them president trump has said that's ridiculous one of the first things i'll do first day is get rid of that deadline by 2035 and he says i'm not going to do it so he'll never get endorsed by the uaw but he was just ripping the UAW for endorsing Biden. Well, and I think it's just because they're going along party lines because forever the unions have supported a Democratic uh, president, regardless of who it is. Interesting. We'll get some sound to play tomorrow from Biden's visit because you know he's going to talk. And I I just have a prediction. I I got a feeling we're going to get an an amazing Jill Mencha moment. Really? He's been on a roll. Well, (laughs) yes, that's exactly what he said. The Great Lakes one was awesome. <laughs> he got to the name of the beer right. That was about it. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're getting closer to the Super Bowl, too. Earliest they've ever released these Super Bowl ads. Would have been nice to be surprised by them during the game, but now you don't have to watch it. Well, why are you so dead against this, this Super Bowl? Because uh, I have not found anything in this game for the first time in my adult life that I'm interested in. Really? First time ever. But I bet you your your daughters and your wife are going to watch it because of Taylor Swift. They'll keep an eye on it, but even that, it's like, uh, I, don't, okay. I, I don't know. Well, God, let and you, by the way, aesthetically, this is a gross-looking uniform matchup. Is it? I, I'm sorry, it is. I haven't. haven't and looked. they had the same thing. So this. Oh, by the way, Super Bowl factoid. This is determined yesterday. The uh, Chiefs are the home team. They're wearing red. Uh, 49ers are wearing white. They released their Super Bowl patches on the uniforms yesterday. Same thing they wore on four years ago for Super Bowl Fifty Four. So that was on NFL Network last night, and I turned it on. I'm like, oh yeah, what? The, ugh. <laughs> If you're if you're a uniform matchup guy or girl, bad look. Okay. Bad. Looks like looks like mustard and ketchup. Okay. <laughs> and we could have could have had the beautiful Honolulu blue of the Detroit Lions, but no. I know. Yeah, they do have pretty Dan colors. Dan Campbell can't coach. Okay. Well. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, getting to the Super Bowl ads, Bud Light is trying to save face and and come back from the Dylan Mulvaney disaster. Uh, they have. Why do they have a Denver Broncos fan as as the star of this Bud Light commercial? Is that fan Peyton Manning? Because he's no. with Bud Light now, and he was with the Broncos. No, it's just some kid, hmm. and he opens up his refrigerator. There's a singing bottle of Bud Light. That's that's original, right? Uh, Is and it then, Dylan Mulvaney? No. Oh. <laughs> and then he's transported to the best night of his life, a concert with Post Malone. That's going to get people to to like Bud Light again. Geez, to answer your question, Jen, I can't understand why I'm not interested in this Super Bowl. Boy, uh, like, I was like, okay. There's so much to draw me in. I was like, holy cow. That doesn't make any sense. And then they they hired some uh, Shane. Is his name Shane Gillis? They say he's a conservative yeah, I, comedian. I think that's him. Uh, yeah. To do another spot for Bud Light. So far, uh, not working for Bud Light. Uh, Oreos 
It's a cute commercial. They have all kinds of new products coming out, so they have to advertise it. They have a Super Bowl ad. They want you to make a decision by twisting it. Yeah, and you, you say something like, well, if it if the cream comes in on the left, I'll mm. go yes, and if it comes in on the right, we go no. And it's it's all different historical scenes. It's kind of cute. So this one features the Kardashians. Oh, dear. So every little detail about our family will be on TV? Yep. Who would watch that? Gee, uh, good question. Post Malone, Kardashians. Boy, they're speaking right to me. Okay, here's wow. one. Here's one that you would love, and you, we, I, I put it up on my personal Facebook page. But Vince Vaughn is is the host of the commercial for Bet MGM, and it's all about anybody in the world can bet on the platform except Tom Brady because he's won too much. So they keep on going back to t- it's 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 really interesting. It's really cute. You, you would like it. You and know how course, they came to be? Brady's people said, okay, I can be in it, but you got to say that I can't gamble. Yeah, well, that's that's about it, but he still looks good. God. And, of course, I love Vince Vaughn, so they, and they put Wayne Gretzky's in it, too. Oh, that's cool. So you cool. get three great people in one commercial. Yeah, so right. I thought that was good. How about uh, the Lionel Messi one? Did you see that? Oh, I didn't see that yet. But Jason, how do you say his last name? Sudeikis? Sudeikis. He's, uh, Sudeikis is on the side. He's on the beach drinking a beer. Oh. And it's all of a sudden Lionel Messi. It's Mick Ultra, by the way. Lionel Messi's kicking a soccer ball down the beach, and Jason keeps on saying, "I'm going to get involved. I'm going to get in that game. I'm going to." And then Lionel Messi does something phenomenal. He goes, "Okay, I'll just sit here and drink." And he drinks his Michelob Ultra. All right, so it's cute. Okay, those are two you can look forward to. Yeah, I just marking my calendar right now. <laughs> And then, of course, you're going to see Taylor Swift more than you're going to see anything else, so don't worry about it. Well, I'm excited for Super Bowl 59 next year. Uh, well, we got, we got more, of the, uh, more of the politicians going after the tech giants on Capitol Hill yesterday. Did they make any inroads? Did it work? Maybe. I don't know. But the good news is a little preview of the Billy Joel song, the new one, that was released today. And what he says about it. Yeah. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. There are criminals who will use your platforms for the sale of drugs, for sex, for extortion. Well, that's John Cornyn of Texas. He was one of the senators, too, uh, who was at that hearing yesterday. And they did have a lot of parents, a lot of family members on there as tech CEOs, and a lot of them did show up. Surprised at that, grilled about the lack of online safety. And there were parents there who whose kids were directly affected by it. Their families were affected. Yeah, you know, it, and, and Dieter, you brought up a, a great point about what uh, Ted Cruz did. He held up, a, a, they had a big poster board and, yeah. you know, pictures of, you know, it was a, a, an explicit photo of something. And the only thing they asked you on Instagram was, the, you know, the photo you're about to look at is explicit. Do you want to continue? So if you said yes, you got to see the picture. It was almost like an an ad to see more. Yeah. So it, <laughs> it like- and I'm thinking, okay, Zuckerberg, yeah, you're doing a whole right. bunch here. You know, maybe it's because I mean Zuckerberg's feet were held to the fire by Josh Hawley yesterday. He made him and and I think Zuckerberg standing up and apologizing was a big deal. But still, do you think Zuckerberg knows all the inner workings of his platforms, or does he just you know show up once a week? It's a report from somebody who's running the Instagram. It's a report from the people who run Facebook and assumes all is well. I think they know. I think he knows he's smart enough to do that. And he gets updated from his engineers enough. But I think it's so big they can't control all of that. And, you know, to be fair, I don't know how they could. We've sat here for for years now 
saying when these live streams, some of the some of the violence that happens on live streams, right. how does it not get shut down immediately? How does nothing in the algorithm pick up a violent moving image or something and shut it down? They the fact of the matter is there's so much online content they can't get it all, but it's, they can't admit that. Well, it's true. Or there's always somebody who's a better hacker. You know, always. It's, right. It's, 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 let's see. As they say, you build a, b- a bigger mouse, you build a bigger mouse trap. There's always somebody better than you at hacking something. Yeah. So it did it, get a lot of attention, though. At least, it, I mean, it raises awareness. It gave some acknowledgement to these parents who have had kids. Uh, online bullying, like harassment, stalking. That was mainly the a lot of the issues. He wanted this apology too. This was Josh Hawley's part. They're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? And he did. I, and you got to give him credit for that. Yeah. I, I mean, he could have, but then again, he would have looked like a total fool if he didn't do that. True. He, he had to say he was sorry. So, and he did, which was nice. And I'm sure all of those people that were in the audience were happy about it. But if you've ever had a kid that's been bullied online and how devastating that is to especially a middle schooler, it destroys kids' lives. Oh, they could they could circulate a fake picture. Oh, they it's, could, you know. yeah, it's it's horrible. And now what with deepfakes, what yeah, could it's, happen? It's yeah. I mean, look what they did to Taylor Swift for goodness sakes. Yeah, they can do it to her. They can do it to anybody. But it's it. Uh, can they control that? You know, is that d- does does somebody like a Mark Zuckerberg say? So, for example, your kid's in middle school and somebody's just trashing this kid online constantly. Right. Okay. And it goes through the school like a, a viral video, a viral post, whatever the case may and be. You can't stop it. It goes crazy. Right. Does 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 Facebook, does Instagram have the ability to shut it down, or do they look at it and say, "Listen, your principal in your school should be some, doing something like this. Not this is my problem. This is your problem." It, it, that's yeah. and and maybe that's how they look at it. And the first line of defense always has to be, you know, parents, obviously, and hopefully kids who are smart enough to try to stay away from a lot of this stuff. You get it, but sadly, it doesn't always happen, right? It's, and then you got kids are mean. And then I get you know, listen, <laughs> Tom Cotton's line of questioning for the the mm. TikTok CEO. Did it not remind you of the holiday of the Hollywood it w- communist days? It, this was like, listen, I appreciate what he's trying to do. And I get that, you know, he's getting to the issue that that's that's communist China, CCP actually running TikTok. That actually is true. So true. But we all that. we all know that now. You had a chance to ask this guy a bunch of questions, Tom. Not this. This sounds like the Red Scare of 1950, <laughs> whatever, whatever it was. Have you ever been a member of the Chinese Communist Party, Senator? I'm Singaporean. No. Have you ever been associated or affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party? No, Senator. Again, okay. I'm Singaporean. Come on, Singaporean. Of all the stuff you could have asked him to get to, oh, well. you know what would have been relevant? Not, are you a member of the Communist Party? Just get off of that part of it and get to what exactly do you promote as far as tearing apart our society and, and you promote to kids of this generation? Because that's what happened. Some of the messaging and propaganda, like that's a real threat. Bring up specific examples and ask him about that. Why is that boosted in the algorithm? Because I, I, don't, I don't think they, they, they were smart enough, to be quite honest with you. God, they needed they needed Are a twenty-two-year-old in there to start asking questions. Well, see, that's the problem. Oh. You got people here, even Josh Hawley, but Cornyn's old too. They don't. This is why TikTok was never banned. They don't get it. No, they're totally out of the loop. Yeah, and you're right. And know what? I mean, I would be totally out of the loop, but with the exception of my kids, keep me young. 
You know, my kids keep me relevant as to what goes on in social media. I'm sure it's the same with you. Look at yesterday. We found out about, I, I forgot what it was. We had breaking news. Oh, about Universal Studios came from your daughter who was on TikTok. Right. So, I, you know, I right. mean, there are good things that come from or social in, or media. Or Instagram or something. Or whatever. What she, she, but still, I mean, they, they know, they live on these platforms constantly. Yeah, That's but I also had to ask her, is this real before we talk about it? Because <laughs> you, know, I mean, you never know these days. That's so true. But at the same token, she was right. But we ended up scooping everybody because of your daughter. So it worked out well. Uh, but there's it's, good things it, about it and there's bad things. As long as social media has been around, and we're talking like over a decade now, it's still a wild west. They don't know. I don't think they can control it. So and, once again, it comes down to you and me and all the other parents. And that's it. You know what? You got to just pay attention. Whether you want to pay attention or not, you have to because your kids are going to get involved. Got some good news today. We did. Billy Joel is back making new music. I don't know about a whole album yet, but he's still touring, and he's got a uh, he's got a song called "Turn the Lights Back On." And he said he was surprised as anybody else to get back in the studio. This is some kind of you know fate mm-hmm. or something is going on. What's what's happening here? Was this cosmic experience? Found some. I don't know who the other writer was, but somebody that actually convinced him to get in the studio and do stuff. So hopefully this leads to more. And he does say he actually is going to play it live. Will I? Yeah, I think I will. Why not? Okay. Okay. He's going to be, what, at Raymond James Stadium at the end of the month, isn't he? Yeah, and he still has those Madison Square Garden shows. So It's good news. It just is. When when classic artists are are out with new stuff and still touring. Here's the question. He plays the Grammys on Sunday night. Does he play that song? Uh, Or does he play a a classic? I don't know. Because he's the only one that isn't nominated that is playing. Right. So there's a reason for it, and I think it's to debut the new song. <laughs> Maybe the Grammys producers tell him, no, we want you to play Piano Man. He's like, oh, okay, play sure. the first couple of chords, then do your new song. That's good. You know, he, he probably called them up and said, I got new music coming out. Yeah. You want to stick me on there somewhere? What are you going to do? Stop me on Billy Joel. Oh, come on. So here he is introing the song, and then we'll kick into the song, and we can you can review it. This is a, a brand new song that uh, I co-wrote with a couple of other people, and it's called Turn the Lights Back On. Please open the door Nothing is different We've been here before Pacing these halls Trying to talk It's not over a, the silence It's not a fast one Nah, it's a ballad Yeah <laughs> it's a, I guess it's about a bad relationship And not seeing, you know, all the warning signs And then, then turning the lights back on So you can see what actually is going on So love is blind, so to say I think that's the whole theory of that. Well, that was deep. That, that, wow. I think the, well, I was looking at the lyrics. It, that's what it sounds like. I thought it was just turning the lights back on for a uh, midnight snack. <laughs> no. <laughs> no midnight snacks here. I was trying to figure out what wife he wa- wrote it about. <laughs> oh, God. Take your pick. Is he currently married? I didn't even know. Yeah, I think he, he is, actually. He's married. Yeah, he's got a new wife. Oh, good for Younger. Him. Younger girl. Oh, good. Uh, don't, don't they all? Now he turns the lights back on so he doesn't bump into things. <laughs> He keeps the lights off so she won't see him. <laughs> well, that took a turn. I'm sorry. Speaking of love, we're getting closer as well oh. to uh, Valentine's Day. So now you've got some breakup cookies you can send somebody. <laughs> I love Speaking this. Speaking of turning dark. I love this. Well, a lot of people, you know what? How many people, especially if you're younger, you get dumped just before Valentine's Day so you don't have to buy a present. Oh, it happens. It oh, happens yeah. all the time. I'll tell you what that's all about as well as some more headlines. Next, the Chef Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. I think the best time for him to come would have been whenever, you know, whenever this happened. I think it boils down to the American people have awakened to realize that 
our the leader of our country did not show up to the greatest catastrophe of 2023. And now he's going to show up because it is an election year. Uh, and obviously, the polls show that that President Trump uh, came and supported us when he didn't have to. So that was the mayor of East Palestine, Ohio, and then mm. a business owner from East Palestine who's done a lot of media, actually. He's one of their spokespeople, I guess. And confirmed, confirmed by the White House yesterday, Joe is going to the site of the massive train wreck and, and, and fuel spill next month. Let me ask you a question. If you were a resident of East Palestine and you knew Joe Biden was coming to town, would you go see him? Uh, I'd be part of the booing protest because there's going to be one this time. Last time they were still in shell shock, and it's been a year now. And by the time I'm expecting a massive protest this time. Okay, I was just curious. I mean, I'm trying to figure out. Do in in one hand because the mayor said he invited the president because uh, the current sitting president is the only one who could actually take care of the problems that apparently many people in East Palestine are suffering from long care medical issues from inhaling those toxic fumes from the water being affected, the ground being affected and contaminated. So. At one point, you have to be happy he's coming because maybe something will come of it. But at the same time, I'd be like, well, it took you a year to actually show up. And now yeah. because it's re-election time, you're here. They're making it sound like the mayor just asked him as part of the anniversary of this thing, too. He's been asking the White House to respond Forever. and get help for and it, since it happened. Oh, but don't worry. Pete went, Bill. Yeah, only when the public forced him to. Yeah, he you went. You know, the polling came in and uh, yeah. it looks bad, Mayor Pete, that you haven't gone you know your transportation secretary. Come on, yeah. you know it's 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 a horrible thing. I'm sorry. I I would be livid if I were a member of this community. I don't know how you couldn't be. I mean, totally ignored. They yeah. they don't they just don't care. It's a it's a it's a part of the state. They don't think they can win, and that's why. <laughs> if this was like inner city Cleveland, I think they'd go. Mm. I yeah, you're probably right. But still, I it's I'd be livid that he's coming. Saying you know what, you're a day late and a dollar short. Get the hell out of my town. And today he goes to the UAW though. That's uh, that's on the that's on the trip. The uh, the auto workers union because remember he said I walked the picket lines with you. So yeah, he'll well, do a big speech there. And and but you know you make a very valid point. Sean Fain, who is the president of the UAW, who negotiated without a doubt an incredible deal for the UAW members. Uh, because oh, remember yeah. how much all the automakers gave to these people to oh, continue yeah. to work. If I was in that union, I want him president forever. Forever. The guy's incredible. But uh, you know what? Biden did show up at the picket line. He was there for what? Maybe, honest to God, 15 minutes? <laughs> uh, let, let's be honest. Yeah. He gave a speech for 30 seconds, got back in the car and left. So I don't understand the loyalty to this president. I think it's loyalty to the party. I don't think it's got anything to do with Joe Biden. When I was building cars growing up in Detroit. Yeah, you know, uh, Ford was my best friend. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I don't his, get it. His childhood changes every speech, by the way. It's like he morphs it into fit whatever he's doing. Uh, I'm like, stop. I, oh. You know, well, next month. When I was growing up here in East Palestine. <laughs> I used to drink the water and play in it all the time. Boy, you know. Oh, by the way, that came <laughs> up yesterday. The uh, White House, Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre balked at that. I don't know. I don't think it was Peter Ducey. I think it was somebody else. Will the president drink the water in East Palestine? Wow. You know what? That's a scene right out of Aaron Brockovich there. Oh, Remember when she, she gives him the water? Oh, she yeah. Said, oh, we got that from one of the wells and... <laughs> Wherever the name of the town was, I can't remember. And wow. the, the, the attorney just kind of pushes it away. Wow. <laughs> okay, yeah, it works for me. So I don't know. In happier news, well, Please. We're, we've hit February, mm-hmm. which means we're even closer 
to Valentine's Day. We're in the red zone now, everybody. You either break up so you'll have to get a gift right now or commit and get something. You're <laughs> running out of time. And I got news for you. High school was the worst or like maybe the beginning of college. If you were a single girl, you'd send yourself flowers just so people thought you had a boyfriend. What a scam. Oh, I, I, Fake I, news. I could tell you tens of women that I knew that did that. Really? I'd be like, oh, God, yeah. I'd be to like, create the image that yeah, you're in high demand? Yeah, that, well, that you got a boyfriend. Brilliant. I'd be like, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't spend the money on myself. <laughs> Sorry. I know. I've seen that happen in offices. Oh, yeah, it happens like, all the time. Like flowers oh, yes. will come to the front desk. I'll and wait like, till tomorrow. Everybody <laughs> have flowers all over the place around here. Or 14th. Well, hopefully you don't get one of these. <clears throat> they now have breakup cookies you can buy. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> this company's offering oh. a limited edition. Tw- oh, it's a whole 12-pack of cookies. For Valentine's Day. Yeah, for 30 bucks, this should give you 30 cookies. For 12 cookies with a personalized message and note, not bad. 30 bucks? Insomnia Cookies <laughs> is the company. Okay. It's why called, are they it's called ins- the, it's not me, it's you, Pack. Okay, do they keep you up? Is that why they call you? I guess, call them I don't Insomnia know. Cookies? Uh, I like the messages. We have four options. It, it, it was the name of the package. It's not me. It's you. <laughs> and they, they kind of get spicier as you go along. Uh, You're sweet, but not my flavor. Oh, I like that one. That one's cute. I have the hots for your roommate. See, this is a college thing. That'd be funny to get the roommate of your actual date. And then they get back. <laughs> I don't know. And then, we're done. Have a nice life. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> my, mine would be a little more direct. I, there, there'd be some explicit comments on mine. But then you can write, it says you can write a personalized note. So what happens? When you order it, you, you fill out like a little form with the, the personalized note you want to put in. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. And then they put that in the box that goes oh. with the cookies. So you open it up. I wonder if it, you know, I should go look. I wonder if it's like a nicely, like it's a really pretty red box right, with right. bows on it. And then you open it up and drop dead. You know what I mean? like, it's over. How horrible. Get lost. You know, that's, you know, we are assuming you're sending this to a guy. How many guys are going to get these to send to a girl? That's devastating for a girl to get. This is how pessimistic society has gotten too. Because didn't we have the story last month? You know that the candy hearts messages. Oh, yes. Didn't we say? Didn't they doing the same thing this year? They've yeah. got like negative ones. Yeah. Well, they, come on. They've been around for a hundred years, and I think they still got the same stupid. Be mine. Now it's you <laughs> ugly. Yeah, get lost. Get lost. <laughs> get, get get a new one. One of them just says meh. <laughs> meh. <laughs> Hearts. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna look up what else this Insomnia Cookies has because I mean, maybe they have things for the entire holiday season. You like think St. Patty's Day cookies? Like here, if I'm t- I'm typing. Sober fast. up, you drunk. <laughs> insomnia cookies. Let <laughs> me see what they got. Warm, delicious, delivered insomnia cookies. De- wow, warm. That's what they say. How do they deliver and it's warm? I don't say it. That's what it says. I'm wow. looking at their cookies. I'm I'm going there right now. Magic of technology. I got to and explore. They have classic cookies. Like uh, here's the box. It's uh, just a regular box. Oh, I it's not like pretty. So it's I, a it's a whammy when you get it. I just it doesn't. I think it just says insomnia cookies on the oh, outside. Wow. I don't think it's a special. Hmm. Enjoy ordering your sweet rewards. Hmm. I don't know. I don't see the thing about Valentine's Day here. I'll have to do more exploring. I tell you though, if you're a guy getting this. From a girl, and she sends you the breakup note or whatever. Yeah, you'd be like, "Oh man, oh, hey, all these cookies." <laughs> Thank you. Oh well, <laughs> we we don't take it as hard. <laughs> they got really nice, good-looking cookies, though. Yeah. See that place crumbles? Got to do this. Those are good cookies.
I've never been. Everyone tells me they're really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. My I, daughter worked there. Oh, dear. I'd weigh 100 pounds. She was a more. roller. A roller? Yeah. She was under. They wouldn't let her work the stove. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was a roller. <laughs> I don't know. They wanted her to sue for getting burned. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right, we got Rapid Fire coming up next again. We'll update you on all the stories you need to know before we head into your day. Keep it here, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Hey, by the way, welcome to February, everybody. Can you believe that? February oh. 1st already. And welcome to our uh, second Rapid Fire of the Day. What you got, Jen? Now you speak of uh, February, I'm going to give you uh, some highlights about Groundhog Day in my next story. Yay. The first one has to do with one of the squad members, Representative Cori Bush. Oh, she's a big trouble, this chick. You know what? Her and what's her name from uh, Fanny? What's her name from Atlanta? Fanny need to Willis. get together because they're doing the same thing. Well, apparently, Miss Bush here decided to pay her husband to be her personal bodyguard to the tune of thousands and thousands of dollars. Really? Yeah. Well, according to this article, she paid her husband after the fact for private security seventeen and a half thousand dollars from recent records. But a Missouri uh, board looked into it. For every time her husband showed up, he made twenty five hundred bucks. Oh, jeez. His is that name, right? Yeah, his name is Courtney Merritts. Now she paid him between October first and December thirty first of last year twenty five hundred bucks every time he showed up at an event. Well, it was turned out to be a steady flow of checks that she oh. has been paying to this man for personal security for years since twenty twenty one. Here's the gotcha. On her little forms that she has to file as a politician, she spent $770,000 on security services for other people. Why is she paying her husband to be her personal security guard when she's already paying $770,000 to another firm to provide security? Now, here's the gotcha. On his personal page and on any revelation about her husband, he worked at a railroad company. He has no experience as a security guard. You gotta be kidding me. No, no, no. So there's like a big, there's a big, big investigation into her and to how she's been like that Fannie Willis paying back her, in this case, her her husband, but in Fannie Willis's case, the boyfriend. It's just another form of money laundering. It is. That's it. You're pocketing taxpayer money. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. There, of so course. Uh, and then Tlaib has to join in on defending Cory Booker here saying, well, this is just the Republicans way of attacking the squad. Uh, no. Oh, She's they, a cheat. They always <laughs> use that thing. They said, oh, here you go. Republicans pounce. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is not pouncing. This is this is your crooked as the day is long. You're paying your husband. So stop it. You're not going to believe this. What? I also have a Cory Bush and Rashida Tlaib story. Do you really? Really? Oh, same one? Not to make... Ra- no. Oh. I swear. <laughs> Not to make rapid fire all about these two. Oh, but oh, please. Man. I want to see these two get under flames. Half of the squad, you know, 50%. But just think about this for a second. Think about what some of our elected officials are. Yesterday, and really kind of a... Cel- just a... Uh, what would you say? Ceremonial vote. You know what I mean? Not any- not celebrating anything, but kind of like just to, just like to make a statement. The House voted 422 to 2. Four, two. 422 to 2. Oh, geez. To ban anybody who participated in the October 7th Hamas attack from immigrating to the United States. So okay. they're just okay. making a statement, you know, in support of Israel. So let me ask, who are the two uh-huh. who voted against it? Corey Bush <laughs> and Rashida Tlaib. Unbelievable. Oh, you think they hate our country? 422 
to those two. It wasn't unanimous because of those two. They wrote it essentially saying they wouldn't stop Hamas members who participated in the October 7th attack from immigrating to the United States. They voted wow. against that. Well, they're, don't they're forget, crazy. you know, Rashida Tlaib out oh. there rallying for Palestine the, the day after oh, the no, October 7th attack. The Palestinian flag in, her yeah. in front of her office, remember? That was amazing. Right and next it, to the LGBTQ one, by the way. And I never heard <laughs> if that was taken down, was it? I don't know. I think they made her take it down, didn't they? Oh, and by the way, we didn't talk about this yesterday, but how about the other news from one of the squad members? Uh, uh, oh, yes. What's her face there? Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar said she supports, she is there to support Somalia, Somalia before the United first. States. Oh, yeah. Oh. Somalia first. All right, well, go back to Somalia. She's an elected representative. Well, This is what sits wow. in Congress right now. On that note, actually, Jen, I'll stick with the squad, Bill. Oh, jeez. I'll piggyback off the of that. The squad is taking over. How about that? We did not plan this, but that's something that's been stuck in my brain the past couple of days, so since you brought it up, I'll expound on it. Good. Because Ilhan Omar did say in a speech, we're not making that up, we're not saying Somalia first accusing her of that, she said that in a speech. Remember, this is an elected official in Minnesota. Right. Okay, a state rep. Right. In Congress. Right. And she's out there saying Somalia first, and everything she does is for Somalia. You are United States Congresswoman. Right. So now, in response, and it's not going to happen, but Ron DeSantis actually, now, you know, newly uh, 100% governor Ron DeSantis. Uh Going after after her. Going after her saying she should be expelled and deported. Good for him for saying that. Yes. She should, actually. Wow. At least expelled. At least. Dereliction of duty. Yes. Hmm. She's supposed to represent her people who are U.S. citizens. It's unbelievable that, you know, but the people that voted for her, what are you thinking? Oh, and on top of that, well, here's why. Because it's it's a big population there in that area of Minnesota. Yeah, it is. It's a big Somali population. And the reason I say that, it's not only true, you know, from, you know, census uh, statistics, but there was a Somalian, I guess politician or cleric, whatever you want to say, on Twitter who was talking about the the Great Migration or something along those lines. I forget exactly what they called it and how it's working and that they need to take over in different oh, parts great. of America and that it's working there in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And you know who retweeted that? Ilhan Omar. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious what the plan is. I mean, my God. <laughs> they want us to be Europe. There were refugees placed in one giant area there and they right. have a, they, they got themselves a congressperson. They sure did. Surely did. Well, Gosh, we, ha- we have rodents in the United States that we celebrate, which will be celebrated tomorrow with Groundhog Day. That's right. How did it start? tomorrow. Wow. This, this started as a celebration in Christianity as a day called Candlemas Day. You know, I love this because you asked earlier out loud, you were thinking out loud, you said, how did this start? Why did they start, you know, going after and, and celebrating a rodent? And you looked it up, you did the research, I and did. here you go. Well, anyway, it's it. about this English Candlemas? folk song, Candlemas. Uh, Candlemas <laughs> brings cloud and rain. Go winter and come not again. It was a folklore song, right? Hmm. Well, it ended up in, it went all across Europe, ended up in Germany where they were like, "Eh, this is no fun. We got to add an animal. So they threw in a hedgehog and basically Candlemas there became second winter or six more months, six more weeks of bad weather. And they had a, a hedgehog involved. Well, those German settlers came to the United States. They couldn't find a hedgehog in Punxsutawney Phil's part of town, but they found a groundhog, which looked just like the hedgehog. Hence how Punxsutawney Phil came to be back in 18-something or other.
today. The poor Groundhog Union was like, oh, no. <laughs> what did we do? Nobody knows what we are. Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania has a population of just over 5,700 people. Wow. Tomorrow, it'll be 47,000 people. Wow. God. That's how many people show up for this cell. 40,000 people plus show up every year. I don't know what else they do. That's done oh, by like 730. There, no, yeah. there's parties, there's oh. dances, there's lunches, wow. there's barbecues. And like we've said, this is a Friday Groundhog Day. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. They are going to be a bunch of hammered hillbillies. Oh, here. yeah. So we'll, we'll be watching at 7.0-something when they All pull right. the poor groundhog out of his hole. Here's today's controversy. A lady's going viral on social media for the wrong reasons because she's bragging about returning a couch to Costco after two years of use. Oh, <laughs> oh come on, that's not right. <laughs> it's not right. That's not right. It's kind of leaning like 60-40. Most people saying, well, we're saying it's not right. But there's a lot of people saying, you go, girl. Oh, of course. Those you are the, go. That's the new generation because how can I screw Uncle Sam? Yeah, know? right. She says she was intimidated about asking for a refund at first. Yeah, I'm sure she was. Two years. She just didn't like it anymore. She said, who cares? Return it. They have an awesome return policy. Not anymore. Uh, yeah, maybe not. They're probably going to tighten down on this thing. Because they di- she didn't even have a receipt. But it was the only one. It's only sold at Costco. And they took it back. And they gave her her money back? Wow, well, yeah. Oh, you know what? That's Hurry rough. up and build a Costco near me then. Yeah, really. Jeez. $900. Uh, it's probably like a love seat or something. I don't know. But that, that's what it was. And it Two worked. Two years. Uh, see, I don't think that's right. I'm sorry. Does it make... Costco look good though, as far as PR. Like they have a great return policy, and well, then they, they crack down. Well, no, because now it's going to screw it for. I bet you they change their policy. It so somebody will. who really needs to return something's going to have to prove, like you know, do jumping jacks all over the place to prove <laughs> they they deserve a refund. Hey, uh, my TV's broken. Well, didn't you hear about the couch lady? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't exactly. take things back that are over two feet big. No. <laughs> well, real quick, guys. Because then we got to get to our consumer report with John Matarese. Oh, that's right. I don't want to step on his toes by any means, so I'll just say this real quick. Tom Brady was announced, and it's funny, actually, because we were talking about this in the break a little bit. Tom Brady is going to be the lead analyst starting in 2024 for Fox. So he jumps right up to the top, huh? Right up to the top, which means currently Greg Olson, who's a former tight end, Hurricanes, Carolina Panthers, the Bears. I like him. He's done really I, well. I think he's really good. I mean, she's of people, out of a job. That's yeah. right. And a lot of people like him. He does a good job of explaining the game in layman's yes, terms. Yes, he does. And now they're going to downgrade him to the B games. And he has said that he's not sure where he's going to end up, but he still wants to call big games. He said, there's so many moving parts out of my control, but my goal is to be a top A broadcaster again. I'm going to do everything in my power to achieve that. Perfect response. It's good. That's like perfect. Yeah. I like it. He knows the game too. And he know, he does. And I... He knows, but he also knows the business, and we understand it. Tom Brady's going to be the draw. You can't have Tom Brady on, you know, Cardinals against, you know, the Rams. Like, you, you're going to put him on the top games. No offense to those teams, but I mean, Brady's doing preseason games. Right, exactly. I will say I, this about Brady. He has to loosen up a little. He sounds like a robot, and if he does that, he's so afraid of saying the wrong thing these days, he's got to lighten up. Well, only hopefully he will, because you know what Taylor Swift did for football with the younger generation? Right. Tom Brady's going to do that for women across this country. That's what Fox is banking on. Yeah. They put him on the league games. Even right. though it, it's it's unfair to Greg Olson, because he's done he's done a great job. Yeah. He doesn't deserve to be downgraded, but it's Tom Brady, so they're going to put him on the top games. That's how it goes. I'd rather and look he gets at Tom it. Brady. Sorry. Yeah, well, 
All Maybe right. Greg Olson will get some good games again in the future. He's going to be stuck with Rams and Cardinals now. Poor guy. Oh, man. This, <laughs> the B crew. <laughs> Sorry, Greg Olson. <laughs> well, coming up next, here's another question. It kind of relates to Groundhog Day, actually, because they're all hammered. Okay. Why is the price of alcohol so high these days? It is. It's re- I spent a fortune at Christmas. Along with, I know. Along with everything else. Well, one ah. guy to tell us that. John Matteris, our Consumer Reports expert. All right. Coming in next. For morning show. Keep it here. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matteris. Well, here's a story near and dear to our hearts, Jen. I think we've all noticed. We've actually talked about this on the air. It's come up in a couple of different stories, not just real-life stories. If you've noticed, <laughs> liquor is incredibly expensive these days. A lot of things are, but I think especially in that industry. Yeah, so the question is, what the heck is going on? No better person to ask than our consumer reports expert, John Matteris. Why is booze so expensive? Oh, it's getting expensive because, well, everything is getting expensive. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, no matter where you go, things are pricey. But what's happening with liquor is a lot of it is supply and demand. There's a lot of demand right now for the good liquor. We're talking the bourbons, the whiskeys, and a lot of the manufacturers, I should say the distilleries, have been kind of holding back, uh, or they just can't keep up with the demand. So we had a gentleman contact me who went to a restaurant and with his dinner ordered a glass of Johnny Walker scotch. (laughs) It was $55. What? $55. For a glass of Johnny Walker. Okay, no, wow, that's no. crazy. I'm sending it back at that point. No way. Well, no, he drank it and he had to pay. It turned out that uh, the waitress said, "Do you want the Johnny Walker red, blue, or black?" Well, the red's the simple, basic one. So mm-hmm. he said, "Let me upgrade a bit. I'll take the blue." Oh no, Johnny Walker blue sells for two hundred fifty dollars a bottle. Oh jeez, average bottle. $250. And that's happening with a lot of bourbon. Yeah. It's happening with, uh, you've heard of Pappy Van Winkle, maybe. It's the bourbon where people line up overnight like it's uh, going to a concert in 1980. And uh, <laughs> it's amazing uh, the prices. And then we'll buy these whiskeys and bourbons for $200 and we sell them for 1000 So you really need to be careful when you go out and you're asking for. A mixed drink, an old-fashioned, something with uh, anything with, with bourbon or whiskey or cognac in it. You really have to be careful because that drink may not be $14. It might be $44 or more. Now I know why dry January was so popular. People Ooh. trying to save some cash. Yeah. Either that or... Yeah, it does save cash. Exactly. Yeah, especially over those uh, $14 glasses of wine. That you're getting at so many restaurants. By the way, do do vodka and tequila fall in the same category as being more expensive? Vodka does not. No, it, it doesn't, unless you want a super premium brand. But there's so much of it out there, it's not like the uh, cordials and the whiskeys. In the oh, good. I'm safe then. Okay. <laughs> I just had a check. <laughs> Big vodka fan over you here. You got your Tito's. You got your Tito's. You're okay. I'm all set. Okay, so you always tell us what are the good things to buy, what not to buy for a certain month. February's here. What are the good things to buy? Yeah, February is a great month to shop for the home. Mm. Uh, January is mostly just clearance of whatever didn't sell for the holidays. You know, it's just a lot of clearance sales, and frankly, most people don't do much shopping in January. But February, starting in the next few days, you're going to see ads. Actually, I saw one today uh, for President's Day sales, and there are going to be lots and lots. President's Day used to be a weekend. 
Now it's two whole weeks in February, and it's the big weekend for sales for the home. We're talking appliances, furniture, mattresses, beds. All those things are on sale for President's Day, and that's a great time. If you need a new fridge, you need a new bed, uh, go out there and get it in the month of February. Also, big screen TVs. Now you're saying, well, wait a minute. I thought Black Friday was when you went out and you bought those big TVs for $300, and that's true. But Black Friday TVs tend to be cheaper TVs, tend to be off-brand, tend to be actually special TVs they make just for Black Friday because they're kind of a lower-budget model. The time to buy the high-end TV, we're talking that 75-inch oh, yeah. 8K TV that Bill really wants That's right, right now. The time to find the deals on them is Super Bowl week. You know, so you can see Taylor Swift on an 85-inch TV. Great. Just what I want <laughs> yeah. to do. Yeah. Haven't we seen enough of her? I know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You get to see uh, Taylor and Travis hug and kiss again. <laughs> yep. On your 85-inch 8K TV. <laughs> all right. Buy a TV and watch out for your liquor prices. But you get all kinds of stuff there under Don't Waste Your Money Consumer Report, a news partner, WPTV, News Channel 5. All over social media, though, too, John. Where do we find you there? Yeah, that's John Matteris Money on Instagram and on Facebook, and John Matteris on X for Daily Consumer Alert. Beautiful. We'll talk to you in a week. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matteris. By the way, coming up tomorrow on the show, we've got Groundhog Day, I think. I mean, we have in the past. I assume we're going live to Punxsutawney, PA. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they dragged that poor little rodent out. Well, he's not so little. He's probably the the best well-cared-for groundhog in the country. Are you kidding? (laughs) Protected better than the president. I wonder how many many fills they've been through, though. You know, because they all look alike. I mean, you would never know one from the other, to be honest. Somebody told us that last year. They are related, though. Yeah, they're they're all related, and they don't last long. They only like, you know, five years, six years, they hang out. It's like Ugga, the Georgia Bulldogs. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) That's terrible. Well, they get retired. And also, tomorrow's another big celebration uh, more for us, because it's Bill's birthday. Well, his birthday is this weekend, so we celebrate tomorrow. I told you three years ago I don't have these anymore. Oh, oh, shut up. I I donated (laughs) them to the United Way. And today i got to go find a gluten-free cake. It's going to take me forever. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow. Six o'clock. Have a great day. Yes, I will. I'll have a great day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.